Hey, yo, what the f***? This is some pally right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. Hello. I have three questions for you. When you're talking NBA with your white co-workers, do you say that Dallas Mavericks point guard Luka Doncic is the best player in the NBA to position yourself as non-threatening in the office? And when black people think that you talk like a white person, do you reply, hey, hey, you would too if you graduated from an HBCU. Are you Rachel Dozer? If you do or are any one of these three, then you are suffering from the contribution of white privilege. Hi, my name is Nasur Nuru, and if you are looking to go from Wayne Newton to Wayne Brady, please give us a call at 1-800-HELL-NO-CAMES. That's 1-800-HELL-NO-CAMES. Give us a call now before you turn into TV. Everybody on a Martin, everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it, I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash and burn 40 on the Yeah, I'm acting dirty if it's at the appellation to the appellation. I'ma do whatever that they take to make a black nation. Hold on. When was the last time a law was made to target a group of people? Probably yesterday. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Dog, we have laws right now that don't allow black people to necessarily own homes if you, you know, if you make a certain amount, which is BS, because mm. it doesn't matter how much money you make. If you are an adult and you need a place to live, you should be able to find a way, find it, like through, through, through these, I guess these, uh, I don't know, these mortgage lenders, whatever the case may be, find a way for you to live with a roof over your head. Would you agree with me on that one, honey? Absolutely. All right, now let me continue with other... First of all, think about the gun laws. Like, for a lot of laws in America are built for, and, and I hate to say this because I'm, I'm not targeting us because that's the question, but they stand for middle-class and high-class people in America. And if you haven't been listening to this, you know, to this train, to this transportation, to this flight that we call the late night flight. Akopale Hanif lets you know that middle-class Americans make about 80,000 a year. Mm-hmm. They're going to say that's not a lot of people of color that are making 80,000 a year. Whether it's true or not, I'm not even here for that semantic. The point I'm making is you're not allowing everybody to get a chance to get to the next level. This is how you know a group of people, maybe some black people, have not get that chance as a whole. Maybe, of course, you know, a few, you know, you pick your Queen Latifah's, LeBron's, a couple of business, a couple of business uh, people that own some businesses. Fine, that's cute. Always, you know, nothing wrong with that. But we're talking about a whole group of people and get them to go to another level. So I say all that to, to, to say this. This saggy pants rule, you know it's targeting us. The same way gun laws target us. The same way drug laws target us. This is nothing new. And this respectability politics that they use, this terminology, that is nothing more than more coded that says, please respect white, okay? What we do is the law of the land. You know what's funny? Their sons, hell, some of their daughters now in these days, you know, it's how 2020 working out, are sagging pants. Because just like we talked about last week with the, uh, the, the lady that's, you know, that did the transracial thing and, and wanted to be black for a little while, your kids want to be us. They want to be like us. But they know they don't have to live the black experience just to have the look of the experience. But honey, you go ahead. You let me know what's going on. Um, I mean, ever since emancipation, you know, this country has been creating laws, not even this country, but the states, various states, counties, or whatever, have been creating laws to kind of subjugate black people. 
So, you know, um, they had the, the Jim Crow black codes, right. which, you know, would not allow black people to frequent white establishments. Uh, it was a lot of provisions against black people being able to vote. They had the literacy tests um, in order for you to be able to vote. Um, they had vagrancy laws, loitering, which, you know, a lot of people still get stopped by the police today. If black people congregate in a, in a certain area, it's grounds for the police to come in and talk to them. Or, or Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Like, that could be my cousin, my cousin's friend. My friend just brought his wife that, you know what I'm saying, that they met in Honduras. They all, we all just hanging out. On public property, no less. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Can't stand on a public corner and congregate. It, it's illegal. You know what I'm saying? That just doesn't make sense. It's uh, funny. It's, I'm pretty good. White people know the power of the powwow. And, and, and I'm not even trying to be funny when I say that because you probably think I'm talking about, you know, our indigenous brothers and sisters. But I'm just saying, seriously, when they see a group of people come together just for anything, it, it speaks of power. It speaks of cohesiveness, collabor- collaborations. People scared of that. You know what's funny? When, like back in my early songwriting days, I used to always get soup when I hear about a collab. Yo, did you hear about that new Cam DMX? You like, oh, word, what? Mm-hmm. Yo, you heard about that new? Oh, I remember when Down with the King was like, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> remember when Down Down with the King was like one of the best collabs like in the early nineties? They had Red Man, Run DMC. That was crazy. Best collab. You should do a list of that. Anyway, you got anything else you want to talk about this? Um, no, I mean, just, just to say that, you know, a friend of mine on Facebook actually mentioned the other day that black people have an aversion to laws. Like, so if you have a law like traffic laws or small minor infractions that black people feel like they should be able to participate in, even though it might be illegal, I can park where I want to park. I should be able to park where I want to park. I should be able to cross the street any way that I want to cross the street. But what, you know, he failed to realize is, is that our aversion to the law is based on laws being created to, to stop us from having freedom. So innately we like, nah, this, this arbitrary law is infringing upon my freedom and I don't like it. And I don't want to respect it. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pally right here. Why are you two talking about Saved by the Bell? Wait, hold up. Wait, wait. Yo, I love Saved by the Bell. Let's just get let's get this out the way real fast. This, this is this is how we're going to judge this. Let's just keep we're going to keep it real. So you have Jesse, you have Lisa, you have Kelly. OK, right. who are you dating? Who are you marrying? Who are you f***ing? Hmm. Let's do it. All right. So I'll probably date Kelly. I'm Jesse. Okay. And I'm marrying Lisa. Okay. Okay. And I'm, I, only, you know, I'm only f***ing Jesse based on showgirls. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Okay. So I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, mine's a little different. A little different. Okay. I am. I'm Kelly. Okay. I'm just Kelly. Like I just, I just want to, I just want her to be that bad girl for me and just, you know, come there with the cheerleader outfit, with the <laughs> cheerleader outfit, and you know, hopefully I drop twenty five points that game or whatever, and you know, things about that happen. I want her to come out with the whipped cream like Varsity Blues. Like, that's what I need Kelly to do for me. Now, in a twist, I'm going to date Jesse. Okay. I actually like Jesse's body. Okay. I like Jesse's look. Although Kelly is like in the face prettier, I guess. I'll, well, I don't know. Define, whatever you have, you look at pretty. I, I guess people would say that she's probably look more attractive, but I would dare say that. Jesse is just as good looking. It's just the way they typecast her in that MC right. by the bell. I get you. If they would have changed her 
her wardrobe up a little bit and let her let her hair down some. Let's I, be honest. Let's let's just look, man. Let's just call it what it is. They made her look like a lesbian, uh, you know, like yeah. a lesbian feminist. Like a Let's just keep it real. Let's look. They made her look like a lesbian feminist. She and think about it. She was on that anyway. You a pig? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he point point mama. You know all that crazy. Right, right. But I was still yeah. I would marry Lisa. Right. I'm taking Lisa to the gym, getting that whole body right. And then at the same time, Lisa had bread. Lisa gave me right. Yeah. Lisa's going to be like, you don't drop? Like, nah, Lisa, you don't Lisa drop. body went right to you? You're going to buy me a Chevy. Say what? You hurt. Say what? Wait, Lisa wasn't fat or nothing? What you mean? No, Lisa. I just want to give Lisa a fat booty and everything. I, I feel like I can take her places with me. I, I get what you're saying. I, yeah, I, Lisa, I what Lisa look good? That's why I said I'm marrying her. For sure. Oh, I'm just saying Lisa got bread. She got bread too. Like, so <laughs> that was my main thing with Lisa. <laughs> like Lisa, yo, I, that was like low key, very funny. Like it wasn't racial, but I, like yo, that's what made me like say by the bell so much because they snuck in the fact that Lisa had more bread than all of them. How about that? They she basically her parents was like the Cosby's. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, and they never really got too racial on that. Mm. They just let that be. How about that, bro? That's why I love Say by the Bell. That was a great show. Word. Say by the Bell was a great show. We don't have Say by the Bell no more. That's why these kids got codeine because they don't got Say by the Bell. Yeah. If they was drinking Say by the Bell, they'll be they'll be great. <laughs> yeah. you coming home from school to catch Say by the Bell, bro? Yo, and then if you no. if you was really I don't know if you with the college years at all, but that came on like Saturdays or something. I did, of course. Yeah. Whatever Say by the Bell was, man. Yo, they, 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 can do, the they can do Say by the Bell right now. One of them on crutches, like I'm still watching that. Like, yeah, but <laughs> shout out the uh, Screech doing the life bid for trying to merc somebody. Yo, chill. You serious? Yeah, he tried to kill somebody a couple years back. So Screech doing a life bid? The streets, streets done up out here on these streets. Yo. I want to say free Screech, but that's not nice. (laughs) 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 Yo, I didn't know DJ Tanner from Full House got felt up by her hubby. But why the f*** you mad? Um, in a relationship... I'm all about PDA. Like I'm, I'm on some where I'm definitely rubbing on my woman's and her body, doing all that kissing, touching, and all of that right in the middle of Times Square. I'm with. True, but but what about taking a picture, like a picture of you holding her butt or holding her breast, like a DJ did in a Full House? Yeah. So so that 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 picture that came out where uh, DJ is with her husband and he got his hand on her. T- I'm all for that. And for people, this is the reason why I even brought this up because people who are saying to her that it's inappropriate, like don't get a f- life because <laughs> that's her husband. You know what I'm saying? If anything in marriage, husband and wife, that's grounds for them to do whatever the f- they want. You know what I'm saying? And you mind your business. And I think people taking this too far where they got access to social media so they could talk about any and everything. They need to get a life and, and leave them people alone and let that man grab on, which is one half of his. All right. So want to play devil's advocate with you a little bit. So they can definitely do all that. Why do they have to put that on social media where, where the piranhas are going to eat that up anyway? Because they, cause they can. Of course they can. But I mean, look, you, you're on a free public site where people have the right to criticize and say whatever at that point. Yeah, people, people can say what they want, right? right? But for them to make it into a thing where, like, like you can say, I don't appreciate this picture. I think it's doing too much. It's something that I'm not comfortable with. But to okay. try and call her to task when she's taking a photo with her husband, you can't say to her, oh, I don't think you should do that. You should mind your business. 
I just want to say, shout out to the husband who looks like a full-on tennis dork. And, and he is so swag. Like, he got the white boy swag, you know what I'm saying, where he is just comfortable. Like, yo, look, I am white man. Hear me roar. Hand is on What can anybody say? Like, Harvey Weinstein can't say it. This is my wife. I'm not even groping her at this point. I'm touching her because this is mine. This is what, my wife. What will Uncle Jesse say? Yo, I mean, <laughs> he a grown ass uncle at this point. I mean, DJ grown, like, you know what I'm saying? This is, this is her husband. I'm pretty sure they met a few times. You know what I mean? They probably, he probably, I'm pretty sure Uncle Jesse played at the wedding. I'm pretty sure Deej snuck off into the bathroom and f***ed her husband in the house, in the full house, while everybody was there on Thanksgiving. And I think that because we all know Bob Saget on Bull's house to be very, you know, endearing, nice, loving husband. But if you really know Bob Saget, he's dirty as hell, like dirty Bob Saget. So, <laughs> you know, I feel like since this is the reunion, this is like us being older. This dirty Bob Saget has made an appearance on Full House and he has full on has a video camera in that bathroom where DJ is her husband. And he's watching that. Um, no. Yeah, you just you just made it laugh. <laughs> and then come on now, and then imagine when the twins get there. Are you kidding me? That's the crazy. Olsen twins gonna come in there and emo that house right on up. <laughs> the Olsen twins are gonna emo that house right on up with their money. And yo, they yo, they probably come in there just straight Kardashian style, like just had they drive or pull up on the set of the house. Like, yo, like, no, we're not even... I'm a star, make more money than all of these people in here. The Olsen twins didn't have to be on TV no more. They made more money than everybody. Heard his bone. Like, yo, no child star has had... I'm talking about LeBron... I'm talking about Drew Barrymore. I don't give a f- what kid you are. Barney, whatever kid you are. Lamb Chop, no kid has had success like the Olsen's. I'm talking about from babies to eight years old, they have made more money than people that, are, that have lived from 60 years old. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet sh- right here. Do you approve the removal of the Cosby show on 98% of television? Hey, yo. I know this off subject, but you feel like, and and this is why I was mad at this. This could be a topic for another day, but okay. I was mad at when they they let the Cosby Show get canceled. You know what I'm saying? When on Channel Two or like on NBC when he got on NBC. When when Bill Cosby started first going through his shit and everybody was mad at him, they started taking the Cosby Show off of everything that it was syndicated on. So they took it off like Nick and oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. all of the, the old school channels that had an syndication. Mm-hmm. And you had to actually go out and buy, like, the Cosby Show uh, set at one point. Right. I, I think um, either TV One or the drink called Bounce mm-hmm. still plays it. But those are Black-owned networks. What so, was the other one you said? I know Bounce is definitely an African-American network. What was the other one? Uh, TV One. Oh, TV One. Oh, yeah, they did. Definitely both. You're right about that. 100%. So, but I was mad because I feel like Rudy, Theo, um, with the exception of Felicia Rashad, all of those cast members, uh, and Raven Simone, uh, who, who was also making billions off of her sh- Well, not billions, but a lot of money. Well, well, but no, no, no. And- her her story's a little different. Not not saying one's better or or worse compared to the Olsons, because she's dope too. What I like about Raven's story is that the Cosby Show gave her the bump. Right. So when Disney, you know, when Disney started doing their MTV move, and what I mean by that is they just started making shows like we're gonna make our program. We're gonna make our sitcoms and get our and get kids hooked up and watch this. Right. They. Raven Simone was one of the first. Like, uh, to be honest, if, if you don't know, for people that don't know, 
before a Hannah Montana, before a Cheetah Girl, there was Raven Simone. Raven Simone is the pioneer. She is the first. Matter of fact, we should do some black history. We stop disrespecting Raven Simone. And on February, we should say first black person to run Disney, okay? Yeah, she was lit. She did that. So, with the exception of like uh, Felicia Rashad and Raven Simone, I feel like the rest of the cast kind of was living off of their Cosby show residuals. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they doing, they doing well. I'm sure Tempest Bledsoe ain't never hurting for money. I'm sure Malcolm Jamal Warner had a couple of joints that he did, but they can, they can pretty much breathe easy off of that Cosby show money. You feel me? And for whatever Bill Cosby did or, or however that played out, for them to cancel that and f*** up everybody money on that show, when that show has been the pivotal, you know, quintessential uh, model for black American upward mobility, you know what I'm saying, in the 20th century, and you just let this go to because of some Bill Cosby accusations, like, come on, man. That rubbed me the wrong way. My only thing I would say to that and I will actually use this, you know, by the way, for this podcast. So if y'all hear this, yeah, we this is how we get stuff done for those who don't know. A little peek behind the curtain, you know, behind the show that is the late night flight. But yo, just to um add on to what you said, yo, my my his this is my real sentiment about the Cosby show, this this product of Bill Cosby. If you're gonna let Woody Allen still put movies out, then go ahead and run the Cosby show. Because those are definitely apples and oranges, okay? Yeah. All right? Just want you to know, if you're going to do that, just go ahead and, you know, play the Cosby on all the network. Like, yo, I feel, I feel as though another thing, too, it's a condescending backsmack to black people in America because that's white people or white America or the government, however you want to use that term, basically saying oh, well, you know, this is bad, right? We got to take this away. But you're basically saying that black people can't decipher the right and wrong of what Bill Cosby is. Right. Like, you know Bill Cosby is just as big as Malcolm X or Martin Luther King to black Americans. The Cosby show is like, you're Dallas, white people. Are you crazy? You know, so, but you know, you also have some black people that don't like the Cosby show and like, I don't give a f-. Yeah. A lot of people believe, well, when I was, you know, in the music days, you know, you, you around, you know, you, you got some rappers that they definitely gotta let you know that they not only tough on record, like, yo, I do the real Right, right. Like, yo, I do no, no, honey, if I do real what you mean? Like, like, I be really out here pumping. Like, when I ain't out here in this studio, you see me down the street, I'm out here pumping. Feel me? Mm. What you mean? You I mean before? So you before you came to the studio, you was pumping. Yeah, on 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 South Harrison and Central. Yeah, that was me. You you wasn't out there though. I just walked past here to come to the studio. You wasn't there. Mm. Cause I was here, motherfucker. You wasn't here, but I, I got here first. Oh, where, where were you? Now nah, let me stop messing with you. But no, someone like that. I know we had a conversation about the Cosby Show. This is like way before we even knew about any of this. We was just talking. And he was like, yo, the Cosbys don't represent anything that I do in my everyday life. Hmm. I said, what, you pumping weed? We said, well, yeah, that too. But he was like, yo, like, I don't live in a brownstone in Brooklyn. My parents are sure as hell not a doctor or a lawyer. And, you know, he was just saying it, it, it almost seemed as if it was fabricated to him. So I try to break down that it was more of an idea than anything else. And it's not a bad idea. And when it's not a bad idea, you know, you should visualize it. It's, 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 it's enhancement. It's motivation. At the same right. time, I did understand what he was saying. Like, yo, it's not the life that he's living. Yeah. We not, are we making, is America ready for content that would express stories of black Americans? Now, we make a lot of these, you know, drug dealer type flicks, things of that nature, whatever. And we make that essence of black culture, menace, menace to society, you know, 
to be one. Boys in the hood. But I feel like, you know, that's going to sound weird, but I feel like hardcore black people, like black people that understand black cinema, all this, like black history, all this, they would tell you that menace to society is not necessarily about the black American story in the streets in the hood. It's just a tale of something. Right, right. It's just a story. Like, yo, just because when y'all have white boy Rick, some story about some form of drug dealer that was arrested and shit, it just look all cinematic and pretty. But if it's menace to society, it's ooh, bad, bad. Right, but the, that story was whack. It wasn't noteworthy at all. What, white boy Rick? Yeah. No, of course it wasn't. They just made it look good. That's what I'm saying. They, they made it cinematic. They turned this into a three-star movie. No problem. Yeah. They can do... That's what I'm saying. Like, they can make their... Like, if they really want to, they can make the outlaws look like heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kind of do. And not- what I'm saying is that no one brings that to their face. What they'll say to us is like, this is, this is what black people are. I see what you're saying. They'll generalize black people off of minister society. Exactly. And not the Cosby show. Not the Cosby show. <laughs> I, that's what I disliked when people did bring that to me about, you know, what they disliked about the Cosby show. And I'm like, dog, it's, yeah. it's an idea of any, if it, like, yo, there's going to be other real that they think we're going there to was put good, out. There was good times before the Cosby show. And Good times, I'm sure a lot of people related to that struggle, living in Cabrini Green and, you know, your pop dying. But let's be honest about, but let's be honest about good times though, bro. Good times, like, you know, we're showing our age, but I think it's about to be in a, in a good way. We wasn't, we didn't grow up off good times necessarily. That came out like late seventies, is it not? Right, right. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying in terms we just of had good, we just had good parents that was like, yo, watch good time. Yeah, we yeah. So because we, we did catch it in syndication. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying that if you black, you should you should have partaken in good times. Um <laughs> but what I'm saying is if you if you are aware of good times and that struggle. The Cosby Show, because you also had, um, what's the joint? The Jeffersons. They was trying to show you, like, yo, black people are not a monolith. We're not all poor in the projects and ghetto. Some of us own cleaners and are wealthy and live in the penthouse. Some of us are doctors and lawyers and live in a brownstone in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Some of us are in the projects trying to figure out our next move. We're multifaceted in that way. Who will you let hook a stick up for you? Gladys Knight or Patti LaBelle? Which one is a little thicker? You don't mind me uh, using that term. Mm. Well, at present, Patti LaBelle is thicker. Then I want Patti to cook. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, it seems like she might know you know, what a good biscuit sound like, you know, and I'm I'm willing to find out what she got going on. Yeah, so you remember last week or we were talking about your grandmother's cooking. Oh yeah, I remember. We was just me me and mom was just talking about grandmother's cooking. So yes, I definitely know what you're talking about. So so we just drove past Chess House in North and we was like, yo, that move that's food is never mind. Yeah, that ain't that ain't what's happening. That ain't it. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. So in, the, in the lead up to Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight having a versus battle, uh, they released like commercials. What? Right? And in the commercials, Patty LaBelle is making a classic Sunday soul food dinner. She got the, she got the turkey, roasted turkey. Um, she had black eyed peas, she fried fish, oh she made collard greens, mac and cheese, and a sweet potato pie. She she used her box sweet potato pie, which I I, I don't think Miss Patty eat her own box sweet potato pie. I think she make them fresh. You know what I'm saying? But she did it for the, you know what I mean, just to reflect yeah, on them a little bit. You yeah, know it was for I mean? the vibe, you know what I mean? And definitely had to, you know, re-promote that sweet potato pie. Like, don't forget about that. For sure. Thanksgiving coming. Perfect time, you know what I'm saying? Perfect. Perfect. Go get them patty pies. But but 
So, so all right. So now Miss Gladys responds. What own commercial? Oh. And you know Miss Gladys got Gladys Night Chicken and Waffles down in Atlanta. So she ain't no slouch in the kitchen either. Right, right. You're right. And she made this delectable looking <laughs> banana pudding, my chick. She put up a banana pudding, but like she she did the old school banana pudding. You know old school banana pudding when you bake it so that the cookies be crazy soft. Oh my god. And everything kind of flow. And then but she did something crazy where she heated up the pudding. What? And like poured it on hot. You know what I'm saying? And then kind of let it let it all bake through. Then I'm sure she put it in the refrigerator for it to cake oh, together. Uh, and I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm just by looking at it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. She knows she's doing. That's she good. had me sat down. I was like, soon as, soon as she fed that to me, I'd have been on this couch, <laughs> pants off, <laughs> just ready for whatever she about to do. Just, Listen. oh my God, that sounds like good eating right there, but I'm still going to go with Patty, but yes. Yeah. So, nah, so, I feel like based on like the banana pudding had me iffy, but Miss Patty got personality and I just always felt like I was supposed to be invited to Miss Patty house, but she lived close by somewhere in the area of Philly and I was supposed to be invited over to taste her cooking. It ain't happened yet, but it's coming. You know what I mean? Patty LaBelle can go to a lot of hoods and bag like 14 dudes and just leave like I'm out. Like young dudes, you're... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all all coming with me. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. Gladys, too. Shaka Khan, too. They, they, those are some fine women in their age where they at right now. Fine, yo. Facts. They Taylor really Taylor are. still got it. A little bit. Tony Braxton, too. Oh, yeah, Tony Braxton. Fine, just some fine-looking women, yo. I, I, I don't. They say women reach their sexual prime at somewhere between thirty-three and thirty-five, something like that. It could be thirty-two to thirty-five, but right. that makes a lot of sense because I'm telling you, when women get to like the, that early thirties and they carry on close, being close to close to that forty, they like the woman just evolving them. It'd be oh man. Yeah. Oh man, cause Kerry Washington right now at forty looks. Bro, I mean, hey yo, what the f? This a palace right here. Did you ever watch? I think I love my wife. Yeah, you should really watch that. No, did you see? Um, I think I love my wife. Did you watch that movie? Great movie. I, it's a great f- movie that I feel like deserved more than what it got. But anyway, yeah, yeah Ryan Tomatoes don't like it, but it doesn't matter. Listen. That was the baddest Kerry Washington has ever been in that. She, she looked like a video vixen in that in that movie. To be honest, amazing in that movie. And however you Hollywood needed them to spin it for it to be a family type friendly movie, I would have the shit out of Kerry Washington and just lost my family if that was. Yo, that would be a dope alternative ending. They could have <laughs> did that. They should have did that. They should have had the alternative ending version on DVD so you could watch Chris Rock actually the shit out of Kerry Washington. And just be like, yo, and just go through the go through the motions of what's about to happen after. Like, yo, do I tell my wife? Do I not? He probably sleep on it for a week. Nah, he gonna come home with lipstick on his collar and be done up the first... Oh, shit. What's <laughs> <laughs> on your shirt? There's no type of subtlety, huh? You know what I'm saying? And going to make a mistake and kept the panties that she bought while he was in the store with him and his wife in his pocket and some silly Like, yeah, he he was going to flub that up. You know that part when he look in the mirror, he see the tie tied up on his head the way he's for his daughter? You're right. No, so look, look, he look at it, that he remembers, and then he take that tie off, like, I don't give a and go ahead and watch it till like that. That should, be the about? that should be the end of that movie, dog. Bird is born. Like, that'd be <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
I know we done with this. That was really good, but like real shit though. <laughs> I'm dead too. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, because I would have did that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have And he already got beat up by her ex. Burn. You know what I'm saying? Remember that dude beat him up? It's like, yo, let's... Nah, that, uh, we, you sucking some d- on the way back to New York or something. I'm about to, we about to rebuild. We're going to have to take, you know, we're going to do what we got to do. <laughs> 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 You're basically saying that Kerry Washington is worth, this is about to be a new topic right here. You are basically saying that Kerry Washington is worth alimony and a divorce. That's what you're basically saying. I'm saying she worth the risk it all. She, she's like the epitome of, <coughs> I want to risk it all. And that's, that's the risk. <laughs> that's the chance that I would take to, to, to have, you be okay. crack it up. to have experienced that. You got me over here cracking the okay. I be a root bitch real fast. You're okay. like breaking some stupid, yo. Yo, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. You know what, though? Now that you thinking, of, now you saying it, I feel as though that Chris Rock probably don't even, he should, yo. So it could be a third alternative ending where he don't like divorce her. He could actually like keep her and be on some G shit. Like, yo, yeah, I'm Kerry Washington. Like, yo, when you see her, I bet you that wife gonna fuck around and get the act right on her. Yeah, cause she wasn't. His wife wasn't giving up no. Act. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that like Kerry Washington is like three times the woman that Chris Rock wife was. Like, like you know what I'm saying? As far as like swagger, like you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm but, just saying. But that was- some some women when they see you f- up, when they see you f- up, yeah, they be like, yo, you know what? I might even tighten up. Hey, bro, but that was that, <laughs> that was that, the same you gave up for Jesse and Kelly. Mm-hmm. That's how they did in that movie. Because his wife, like, if she throw it on, she bad as hell. Right. She was, she was subdued in that movie, just on purpose, obviously. But yeah, she, she ain't nothing to sneeze at. Oh, no, no. Like, I mean, I seen her, she's in Soups as well on USA. Mm-hmm. She's a good looking woman. Yeah. Oh, she's a great looking woman. She's not ugly at all. Right. I'm just saying the point I'm, I'm going off what the movie is given off. I got you. I'm not saying it's like in real life. So I hope the woman that played Chris Rock White isn't thinking <laughs> that I'm saying that you're ugly. I mean, sweetheart, listen, well, I don't even call you sweetheart. My apologies. I don't even get that call. I'm just trying to let you know that you're bad as hell. And if you ever <laughs> me, I would buy you a bottle of Henny immediately, okay? <laughs> uh, all right? I will, I will go all out. I will sucker out for you, love. I just let you, I just want you to know that. Although I would still pick Kerry Washington over you, I would pick you over a lot of the women I have dated. So listen, mm. you are a winner in my book. <laughs> I don't want you to feel any type of way. But in that movie, they made Kerry Washington look more, I mean, you know, she's a wife. So with a wife, you know, it comes with everything. Like, yes, she's beautiful, but also she's, you know, she's tired, not of you, but just of everything. She just doesn't know how to say it yet. Right. The honesty ain't there yet. It's not that she's saying she wants to get rid of you. She's just saying like, I don't really know. Well, I need to find, relive a purpose for myself here. What's going to keep me vibing here with everyone? Because I see that everything's moving, but why I don't feel as if it's because of me. That's when they get lost in the sauce and August I'll sing. To all of my Christians, attention Christians, listen to Hanif tell you his interpretation of the story a lot in his continuous campaign to help women normalize cheating. Good luck. Yes, tell us the story a lot. We gotta get it. All right, so the story of Lot in the Bible, I think it's in Genesis. Um, God is about to smite down fire and brimstone on Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot was supposed to be like this honest man, family man. He wasn't 
participating in all the that was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? So the angels was like, look, Lot, we gonna give you, God is giving you a pass. You can leave Sodom and Gomorrah, take your family with you, but don't look back. No matter what you do, don't look back. So Lot like, all right, bet. Be out. Get his family together. They rolling. You know what I'm saying? And as they going, and they're getting further and further, and Sodom and Gomorrah is getting in the distance, his wife starts to feel a little antsy, and she looks back. Boom. Soon as she looked back, she turns into a pillar of salt. Stone, basically. And Lot couldn't even look back. He had to keep on pushing. So him and his kids, they kept on pushing. He lost his wife. She's for the streets now. <laughs> she was for the streets because why was she so tempted to look back? My observation of that is that even in Genesis, the first book of the Bible, women always cheer. She had a dude in Sodom or Gomorrah that she was going to miss and she wanted to look back and see if he was still checking for her. And she turned into stone as a result of it, so. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pilot right here. Is it cool to purchase sex toys for your platonic friends? I don't think so. Every year I get an urge to send my, my women friends um, like stocking stuffers. And I wanted to try and couple it with supporting black business. So Candy Veras has a sex line. Um, and I wanted to like send maybe a vibrator or some warming lotion or something, you know, sexual and not as a su su sexual suggestion for me, but just to be like, listen, I feel you like you need to take care of yourself. You need to relax and, you know, explore your body and do the things that you need to do to feel good. And I feel like as a platonic friend, I should be able to do that. Now, with that, when, with this question, I, I wanted to ask you to, to add on to it. If that's the case, if I'm, if I'm normalizing platonic friends sharing sex toys, then it should be okay for me to send you, my male friend, my heterosexual male friend, a fleshlight or some, some sort of like Viagra, something that's going to be like, yo, I know you out here, you know what I'm saying? This is something that you could use. I tried it. It was dope. You should check it out without it being weird. Or would that be weird? Let me ask you something about weirdness. Um, was it weird when we were like in eighth grade and I used to, you know, we used to live when I used to live on South 19th Street uh -huh. and you know how Uncle Curtis used to live in the attic. Right. I would go upstairs to the attic. Right. Uh -huh. so I have to like, you know, fight off roaches to get to the attic and shit. Right. And then I got to fight through roaches to get through this, like this little VHS tape player where like all the porn was at. Right. right. And we used to like watch it. Like we would like give me, you, Kia, rest in peace, you know? Like, were we weird for that? Were we weird for, like, just watching porn as, like, some type of, like, you know, family group going on? <laughs> wow. Studying this just trying to figure out. I'm just saying, because based on what you're telling me, th this is grounds for a lot of things that we have done that we are not discussing. And I'm, hey, listen, man, let's be honest. We may not even be the, the only people that have done that on that. Come on, let's be honest. Nah, I mean, because I watch porn. See, I feel like I was exposed to porn mad early. Like, right. too early. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we, we was young as hell when we started watching porn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, when I first saw porn, I had to be all of five or six years old. And, like, to the point where I thought when the on a woman's stomach, 
that that was what got women pregnant. <laughs> for like for like the first from five to like <laughs> so I got to like eighth grade. Or uh-huh. I thought like that's uh-huh. all you got to do to get a woman pregnant. <laughs> you just got to touch it, huh? Just got on the stomach and let I rub it in like lotion. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> oh, okay. So 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 so. <laughs> So, um, all right. I mean, I guess, right? I mean, I, I don't, uh, yo. You're, you're, sometimes, you're I don't want to say names, right? I'm no, 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 but I was going to just use your, put some, Matthew, you about to ask me a question. Go ahead, ask me the question, because you might be wind up saying the same thing I was thinking. You're, you're a platonic woman friend that you talk to all the time. That's why I thought, I knew it. This is, this is, this is my man. Yes, exactly. Okay, I'm listening. Right. If you were to, you know what I'm saying, Christmas time comes around, it, it makes sense to give gifts. Like, hey, listen, saw this, was thinking about you, wanted to give it to you. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Enjoy yourself. Here you go. How, what would her reaction be? She would probably look at me with the inappropriate face. But at the same time, probably use that too. So I don't know. Hmm. You know, I, yo, I have, I had. See, I don't even want to talk about what I have done because this is this is already creepy. But it's not creepy. Like you have made it sound very adult and mature. But at the same time, when I heard it, it just sounded weird anyway. Like, <laughs> how do you how do you give a plutonic, not a woman you like, a plutonic friend? Right. A silver bullet, right? Like, I don't, I don't know if I would necessarily do that. Hmm. But, but I'm not, but not because it's not a cool thing to do, or other, or in your ter- in, in this uh, conversation, an appropriate one, right? You know, I, I guess I don't want, you know, like, I don't know if I need to tell her about self love. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I need to be the male friend to tell her about that. Right. I don't know if I want to be the male friend to tell her about how to, how to self-love, you know? Like, I don't, I don't know if I want to spread joy like that, bro. I would actually want to do that with a woman that I like. Like, yo, I remember, you know what's funny? Like, I remember when I was about 24, 25, um, some, one of these women, that I, she went the week way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can really, really remember forgot her name but you know she had a 25th birthday party and it was at some place damn in union the thing was called benjamin's or ben i don't remember this is you know this is another era, era of partying and she had a birthday party and i went you know and i got a gift do you know what i got her what's that i got a five panties from victoria's secret mm. yeah now i didn't know that you know her mother was going to be there too Wow. Cause you know, I'm stupid. You know, I'm young. I didn't just like, you know, <laughs> I didn't like bag this shit up, you know? Oh, nah. No, nah, I got a Victoria's Secret bag. I thought that was cool. Up. Here you go. And you gave it to her in front of her mom? I didn't know her mom was going to be there. Oh yeah. What? Wow. In, in my defense though, in my defense, we did have sex years later. So I think everything is fine. Right. You know, so, you know, it didn't happen that night. Of course, obviously. No, but for apparent Victoria reasons. What what did her what did, what was her mother's reaction? I think her mom was like a little more like sassed out about it, like, oh, this motherfucker is bold, but I'm like, well, I'm an adult, so Right. Like your daughter gonna get these panties because I like her. Like what I'm supposed to do. And you spent a couple hours on some Victoria's Secret panties. You said Well, well, you know, you know how they, they be on sale though. You know, you get like five for thirty. Oh, okay. I only spent thirty dollars. You spent twenty a piece on. Ah, oh, please, I, bro. Remember, <laughs> I had sex with her years later. Okay. Like. <laughs> 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 hey, yo! What the? F- this is a palace right here. Let me part your seat, Exodius. Get a hold of this, cuz we warriors. Exodia, who? 
Got that magnolia. We can kick back like no shows. They was never live like no shows. Girl, get a young guy with a old soul. Man, I shine like bros gold with a V8 engine. Bro ripping, robbing givens, got me tripping. Boomerang, she caught me slipping. Right back around, I came, I found my lane. You girl, so what you wanna do, girl? Oh, you got your nails and hair did? Well, I unscrew curls. Oh, please, Lord, help this child. Bet you ain't seen a belt in a while. No, you the ice I ain't melt in a while. But I bet that I, if you let me, bet you won't forget me. If you let me, bet you won't forget me. You should let me anytime you wanna. Shorty, let me just call me so we can. You know I don't give up. So what's up? What we gon' What we gon' You should let me anytime you wanna. Shorty, let me just call me so we can. You know I don't give up. So what's up? What we gon' You should let me, you should let me Anytime you want You should let me, you should let me Anytime you want You should let me, you should let me Anytime you want You should let me, you should let me Anytime you want You my missing linen Found you sitting around Egyptian women, listen to your business. Who <laughs> like rich and ignorant, but who doesn't though? They pay the bills and they don't love no hoe with step sterling ass and he don't get that love no more. That's the young woman did the fair thing and just bug the door and that's why I love you, girl. You take me for this regular love fly, motherfucker from the north side of Newark. At the Brentsburg game court side of the Buick. Damn, why can't we make love last? One night, it's quick. She bless me, cause I'm tight. I don't think you want me, just wanna fuck me I mean you want me to fuck you You the baddest bitch, I think Trina fund you Let's be your item, we worth a couple Don't worry about her, I'll get rid of her tomorrow I ain't mean to fuck the pussy, but she thought I was a star Oh shit Hey yo, what the fuck, this is a pallet right here